Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host Calder Ness. This is episode 284. Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. <laughs> Remix, I like it. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all your latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Like I said, I'm your host, Calder Nash. Joining me in the studio today is, of course, my co-host, Simeon Bruce. Ooh, it's the South Dakota kid. I don't We're not know. there yet. We're not there yet. I'm the I'm South Dakota that. guy. I'm, I'm a person. You are... <laughs> Happy birthday, Calder. Hey, thanks, Simeon. Like every week, we like to start off with what made us happy this week. Simeon, go ahead. What made me happy this week was I finally, uh, I went to one of WizKids. Not really like, a, it's a WizKids thing, but I don't really know how much like involvement they actually have in it. It's mostly community driven, but it's one of their uh, paint and take events. So I went to a local shop, a shop that I've never been to before. I've been to their sister store, uh, the game shop in Omaha. Um, I normally head to the one in Bellevue, but I grabbed a Beholder. It's like one of those floating eyeball monsters from D&D, for those of you not in the know. Uh, Painted it up. It was fun. Took me like three hours. Did not realize how slow I am at painting, but it was a real fun time. Um, I was at a table surrounded by people that I don't know, of course, but um, people that have been painting for way, way longer. And they, they were like, Oh, you're going to dry brush this? Like, Oh, I'm going to do like a chromatic something, this and that. I've got like this metallic copper. I was like, I was way out of my league. Like I was, I was trying to follow along, and I was failing, but it was a ton of fun. I suggest it to anyone that uh, wants to get started painting miniatures. Nice. Well, right on. I saw a picture of that. It looks really cool. I like your battle pile yeah. It looks nice. I, I threw it up on Twitter, and uh, WizKids didn't, uh, didn't get back to me about it. I probably saw but. it. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> Truly not exactly. some fan of our, our D&D miniatures. Uh, what made me happy this week was it's kind of a cop out, uh, but my birthday it's a bit obviously a little just a little bit of a cop out. Uh, my family came down and we uh, spent the day after the South Dakota Rock tournament. Went to a steakhouse, we hung out a little bit, and then me and my brother today on my actual birthday. Uh, when we're recording this is November 11th, so if anyone wants uh, to send me something in the future, just remember that's the <laughs> that's the day. Um, on this day, me and my brother. Uh, Hung out, went to the range. Uh, we went and we saw, we rented uh, Hellboy that came out this year. We were excited for it. And we just never went to the theater for it. Now we're less excited for it, having seen it. But it was still an okay movie. I mean, we enjoyed it. So yeah, no, we had a good. It it, it keeps in line with me watching disappointing movies on my birthday. That's that's so far been a very solid tradition that's been happening. So I'm glad that keeps up. <laughs> oh lord, but no, we had an awesome time. I had a great birthday, and I'm I'm really. Super excited about it. Of course, talked to my sister a lot today because I did, after all, have to share the womb with her, sadly. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say birthday. Birthday. We do share a birthday. Yeah, I probably could have worded that in like any other like better way possible, but I chose the weirdest way possible. No. So yeah, no, I had a great time. I love uh, I love my family. I love hanging out with them. So what are we doing this week? Today, ladies and gentlemen, we have so much news. And by that, I mean we have one piece of news and then a tournament report. So let's go ahead and get right into the news. Simeon, do you like movie sets? Uh, sometimes. Sometimes. Movie sets are good. Sometimes they're, like, really bad. Well, we're getting a new movie set. In April 2020, we're getting a Black Widow movie set to uh, coincide with the release of the movie. We're also getting a Black Widow bike little um, purchasable side thing. The breakdown for the Black Widow set is going to be eight commons, eight rares, and two chases what are your thoughts on us getting a black widow movie set i like the idea of a like a a purchasable where you know what it is to go side by side with the countertop display so you've got like the random booster packs but like hey maybe you don't want to like try your chances and get like the black widow you don't want to like get like three taskmasters and you know a clint barton and uh some other yet to be named character you just want black widow and you want that sweet motorcycle that she's on in the movie i assume uh so i like that aspect i hope they do that with future releases where they give us kind of like a little bonus thing like that other than that um i mean I'll, i'll have to wait till i see more of the movie before i know if i want the figures for sure. Obviously, I hate it on principle of the fact that we didn't get an Infinity War or an Endgame set, but we got a Captain Marvel and a Black Widow set. I have to hate it on that principle. Will I buy it? Probably not. I'll probably get select singles like I did with Captain Marvel, just because I really don't want to uh, fund these single movies <laughs> getting I really, I really hate it. I, I, I feel like I should be in the right. Like, come on. How do we get a Black Widow and a Captain Marvel movie set? When we don't get an Endgame or an Infinity War set, maybe there's something, but they can't do all those people, blah, 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 go cry. Whatever. Well, it's like a quarter of the figures, and if oh, they yeah. reuse the sculpts, then it's like, like they need 12 actual sculpts. 13, because sure. one of the chases sure. is special looking, you that's know? That's right. That's, I mean, that's the what it really comes down to is... But it's way easier to do. Oh, no, it absolutely is way easier because whatever the Captain Marvel set had like pretty much every figure was sculpt reuse in some way. I want to say I didn't buy any of it. I didn't. Yeah. Besides the chases, I'm like, yeah, there's two Nick Furies, two Coulson's, two whatever, all these guys, generic Kree guy, generic scroll guy. So, yeah, the Black Widow movie set should have some good soldier keyword figures. I believe Red Guardian was rumored to be in it or confirmed to be in it either way someone's gonna correct me like yeah red guardians of course gonna be in it but like whatever i want i like red guardian i want to get good soldier keyworded figures so i'm excited not excited for black widow in other whiz kids related news my little pony uh deep cuts unpainted miniatures are up for pre-order so if that interests you at all if you're a simian style person and you want to go take a little painting class (laughs) and you want to go paint some ponies by all means, go for it. I don't know how in-depth you could get with them, because they're just like... Well, they come with stickers. So. They do come with stickers, which is 
incredibly hard. Anyone who's put a Gundam together knows that stickers are the bane of any any existence, to be honest with you. You're going to need like the but, magnifying glasses and the baby tweezers. But, like, but let's be realistic here. It's it's like one color. Applejack is orange. And then <laughs> she's got blonde hair, so it's blonde. The eyes There's are freckles. green. There's, okay. Sorry, I chose the wrong character. I mean, uh, let's, does, let's I don't... Well, does she have freckles? I don't know. I freckles. don't watch it. She does it. have freckles. You're right. No, you're right. Well, okay, Fluttershy. She's yellow. Hair's pink. Eyes are green or pink. I can't remember. But either way, there's like three colors at max. They're bland. They're just boop, bright, blank, that color, right? And then it's the sticker just goes on the on the rear. Like it's not that difficult to to place that sticker. It's not this really weird serial number sticker that goes in between the crack of this piece and this other piece in your Gundam and it's you gotta your hand starts to shake you know like you could just slap that bad boy on there I I'm curious to see how big these figures are also like what they scale to I haven't really seen that yet but that's it that's not Heroclix related I just wanted to talk about it I wanted to force more importantly I wanted to force you guys to listen to me talk about it so you're welcome and if you if you have your own pony persona out there that's also true i mean this is an option you can just paint your own pony persona onto you know i don't know i don't know at all i think it's i think they're starting with just the main six though so if you have any male pony pony persona of the stud type the cult the type male the male yeah. yeah i was like <laughs> why is it, take, it shouldn't it shouldn't take me this long but stud cult you know there's plenty of different uh names for them i did i did tweet at them and tell them to put combat dials on them i saw that and some some random lady liked it not someone i know just a random lady liked it on twitter so she's behind it they should have combat dials on those my little pony figures i agree betty white i agree so (laughs) that's the end of news moving on we had the rock south dakota state popper championship this weekend so we're going to go ahead, jump into our teams, tell you how we did. So let's go do that. Against all odds, for no reason, um, I was taken aghast by it. Uh, when I started... That's because I wasn't there. It was because Simeon wasn't there. If he, if That's he the only reason. Anti... <laughs> uh, all right. So, as you guys may know, so what is what is that clip from, Simeon, for our, that for our clip. viewers? that you just listened to is a a nice throwback to episode 252. So 252 is one episode right after what happened. That was right after Calder Ness of Dial H for Heroclix won the South Dakota State Championship. Thank you. Thank you so much for the uh, the context clues for that. So, Obviously, <laughs> I'm uh, pitting my I didn't hands. make it to that. Yeah, I didn't that make event. it to that uh, ROC event. So, so I just happened to remember that for this one. I'm, gl- I'm glad you uh, not only remembered that, but went all the way back to that episode, found <laughs> the spot that it was in, and then cut it and made it a new soundbite. Uh, reminding me of my failure to quote-unquote hold my state championship. Come on. All right. So jumping into states, I'll go over my team because it didn't do very well. So I'll be fairly quick with how things went. We'll, we'll take turns, but after top eight, it's going to get a little little one-sided, okay, listener at home. Uh, so my team was 200-point 
Uh, Colossal Juggernaut from XDPS. I had a 20-point Shredder Illusion. The 25-point Alex Wilder. The 25-point King Britain from the EarthX Starter. And then a 20-point... Who was the last guy? Goodness gracious, golly gosh. Billy Batson? Billy Batson, that's right. It was Billy Batson. 20-point Billy Batson. And then uh, 3, 8, what was it, 10 points left. I threw on the Dune Buggy and then a Rusty ID card. Team's pretty simple. It's plus five mystical. It's try to win map. Uh, go ahead and get my barrier, my uh, blocking terrain, and then kind of just cause havoc with the theory that once Juggernaut is on a, a map like this, he's really hard to take down. Fun fact, that was false. Uh, this team, I just I threw it together like pretty like two days before. I didn't really practice it that much, and then I played it the night before. Did all right. Did fine. Won two games. Lost one. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty solid. That's pretty good for a Heroclix team. And then I just ran it. Uh, first, we'll just do first game. And we'll just switch on and off. Try to keep this relatively brief. Uh, first game, I played against WWE. To no, no problem at all. Uh, because it was Grant, and he had no idea how they worked. I kind of just had to tell him, like, nope, I can't do that. I'm not allowed to outwit you, man. So you should really choose outwit. Uh, <laughs> for one of the powers I can use for Alex. So that was all right. It was... I think he maybe got 53 points. I think he killed Alex, and then he killed uh, King Britain. So, yeah. And then I just... He had, like, Undertaker, Kane, and then someone else. And I just, bop, bop, bippity, boop, bop. I mean, they're still hard to take out. Like, Undertaker's a very difficult uh, character to get rid of, oh, yeah. to be honest with you. It's uh, a very long dial. It is very long dial. Stop, click, in the middle. And then he's, if you don't totally one-shot him after that, it's regeneration. So, yeah. No, it was pretty tough, but ended up winning that game. Was not the hardest game of the day, and that was my first match. Simeon, what was your team? Tell us about the first game you played. So my team was a plus four WWE theme team. Um, I really wanted to. I had like so many ideas of stuff to run, but uh, what it ended up being was full point Eddie Guerrero uh, from the. Well, there's only one Eddie Guerrero that we have. Um, Shawn Michaels from the. Rock and Sock Connection, uh, Stone Cold from the same starter as Shawn Michaels. That's the one that can crack open a six-pack of stunners. Oscar, um, and then Oscar. My fifth uh, WWE member that did not count towards or against theme was Prez Ricard, and then I had five points left over, so I threw the ring in. You got gotta have. You gotta have oh, yeah. the ring. I mean, come on. Come on. How'd your so, first game go? Who's, who'd you play against? What was the My first like? game was uh, Tristan from the Ooh. from Wakefield. Um, oh, that Tristan. Okay. So he was running Onslaught with some, like, filler stuff. I can't remember exactly, but I know it was, like, there's so many onslaughts that day that they kind of all bleed together. I'm not uh, even kidding. Like yeah. there was at least, I want to say almost half the field that was playing was onslaught. There was at least eight that I know of. Um, but yeah, it was onslaught. Uh, I think he had like some cheap perplex kind of stuff. And basically I, after playing this once I played tested this, I playtested with a Finn Balor instead of uh, Stone Cold, and Finn just didn't do what I wanted, and I was like, I'd much rather have Outwit Top Dial than Finn Balor. 
Um, even though his finisher is cool, it just did not work as well as I thought. So I dropped Finn and threw Stone Cold on, and having that top dial outwit was big. But I did play test once against a Nimrod onslaught team, and so I got a figure out like the best way to take down those two big monsters which was great because i ended up playing against four onslaughts today or that day and uh basically it was onslaught can move up and he can either incapacitate tk or mind control for free uh so i if i won i'd move up to like the ring and then Onslaught would have the choice of moving up, and he could mind control Asuka and Prez Ricard, because those were Asuka was at 40 points, and Prez does not have the WWE team ability. Mm. So that was the option. Um, if they do that, Asuka has the, like, she's only got like a 10 attack um, and 2 damage, so she's not really hurting a whole lot of my team. Uh, Prez Ricard has a zero attack, zero damage, so he's not hurting a lot of my team. And then I would always position them next to Eddie, who has reversal, which gives a minus two to break away. So they probably weren't getting away from like the rest of my team either. Like he probably wasn't going to break them away and separate them from the pack. So really, uh, Onslaught basically didn't have a ton of choices. He could just straight up shoot them. 11 for 4, and that would kill both of them with one shot. So that was always an option, too. But my, my game plan was always just move like move up to where the next turn I could base Onslaught if I needed to, and then do that. And after I get Onslaught off of in uh, Invuln, which sometimes took some finagling, uh, after I got him off that, I could start submission holding him, and then he couldn't get away for the rest of the game. Nice, nice. I, I just love the bleed over with onslaught and or just colossals in general and the amount of. I just love WWE. It's so funny, the the submission, the Oscar lock on onslaught. It's just hilarious. I I just love that visual so much. Yeah. Um. I don't remember if it was against Tristan, or if it was against Kevin. It might have been against both. But in one of the matches, Eddie got knocked onto his submission, which is the lasso from El Paso. And so I was double submitting one of like the like an onslaught at one point, which is just like a hilarious visual. It's like Eddie's like holding the leg and Oscar's like holding like the throat or something. <laughs> and onslaught's just like, ah, I can't take it. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You know, like in the comics. Yeah, just like in the comics. He got yeah. choked out. All you have to do is check tapped. out onslaught. It's so easy. He's not that big of a threat, guys. Come on. He's a loser. All right. It's like, I am the psionic being of Professor Xavier and Magneto. Like, yeah, I'm going to choke you. How about that? Yeah, read my mind. Let's get... uh, I'm going to choke you. That's right. Boom. Uh, Just to run through uh, the rest of... Before we cut to top eight, I'm just going to run through these really quick, and then you can run through yours really quick. Next up, I did go against another person from Wangfield, went ahead and went against Mike and his Teen Titans theme team, this, I was like, Teen Titans, easy. Teen Titans, die. That's what's going to happen. Because I was like, Teen come on. Titan. I lost map. He still put me on a map with plenty of blocking. So I'm like, this is fine. This is fine. Uh, 
And Juggernaut, like, missed three attacks. Yeah, Juggernaut missing attacks really sucks. Juggernaut missed attacks. I, I put a lot of perplex into um, attack and not defense, and I wasn't playing defensively. Normally, sometimes, whether or not I get it, it gets picked perplex. I can put it into, you know, twice into defense with Billy's perplex. Give Juggernaut a nice 20, and it feels pretty all right. And, man, uh, I, I killed one Teen Titan, hurt another one, and then he, like, flurry blades, rolled a five each time, and then Cyborg, and just kill Juggernaut in one turn. The amount of times Juggernaut died in, like, a turn or two really hurt. Like, man, like, because he's just, he's that beefy 200 points of the build that really shouldn't be dying. But, like, if they can make that amount, that many attacks on him, then it's like, psh, yeah, dude, y- you're dead. So, that's a little rough to take sometimes. But even after they uh, he killed Juggernaut, I managed to, <laughs> this is hilarious, I managed to kill two more of his figures using just Alex Wilder and a Shredder uh, illusion. Yeah, two more like 75 point top dial. I guess one wasn't top dial. One was like on click two. Uh, but yeah, like I, it was it was pretty awesome. I was like outwit, perplex attack, or if I had a prob, whatever. Normally he still gave me outwit though. Uh, it was like boom, perplex attack. Shredder clone throws the light object sidestep he still has two damage he's got a nine attack like i the, the fact that i was able to kill two more of his 75 75 point figures after that had happened was just hilarious like making the shape change rolls with both the shredder illusion and alex it was pretty amazing and then it came down to just alex and cyborg and i'm like there's there's probably no way i'm gonna win i am on my last click though i do got super sense of shape change and i was honestly really curious to see if i could do it so he got me, you know, 298 to uh, 225, but I was still really proud of the fact that my little peons were able to kill two more figures. I thought that was hilarious. No, I've, I've definitely was... had Alex, like, <sighs> Alex in the 1v1 game, he's got stealth, he's got sidestep, and if you do get him to his last click, he's got two rollouts. Yeah. Plus, he's either got, you're either giving him, what is it, like, two damage or outwit or possibly both if you don't want to give him prob. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's, I think I had him, I don't remember, I'm pretty sure he went against, like, a Hulk one time. It was, like, a 140-point Hulk or something, and it was just, like, this little 25-point Alex, and I, like, I just got my, like, shape changes, got, like, real hot, and so it'd, he'd, like, come in to attack, and I'd just be like, nope. Nope. And be like, what do you want to give me? And he'd be like, uh, perplex outwit. Be like, I'm going to outwit your impervious, pump up my damage to, a, like, a 2 I need a nine to hit, uh, and then I'd like hit it, and I'd be like, "Oh, we're just that much closer." <laughs> so I, awesome. I do love Alex Wilder for that reason. After all, Alex Wilder, it did nothing wrong. <laughs> then, so that'd be my first loss of the day. Turning it back uh, to a back-to-back loss, I went against Brian, and Brian takes a long time to take his turns. He still put me on a map with a like a ton of blocking. My very first opening move, I cracked his onslaught uh, charge with a heavy object for seven, so dealt five, which puts him on his oh, last. Wow. Which yeah, which put him on his yeah, last. Yeah, that look. almost just yeah, that almost just almost one shot him, and I was like, oh, easy. He killed the rest of my figures, but I'm like, that's okay. He's on his last click. All I gotta do is kill onslaught. 
guess what I didn't do that entire game? And I honestly, halfway through, I was like, should I just kill the support? Should I just let's I mean, the map? putting him on double rollout is a bad idea? It is a bad idea. But here's the <laughs> thing, though. He missed all his rollouts. I just kept missing attacks. I was like, are you serious? I need oh, that a is four. Bad. A four. I'm not asking for much, dice. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm really missing my EarthX dice right now. I'm real sad. I'm like, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Yeah, like, I I asked for some big numbers there in the opening. I get that. That's cool. You know, I only had a 13 attack on an 18. I needed a 5. I'm sorry that I asked for a 5 all that many years ago. But could you could you give a brother a 4? Could you please? Could you spare a 4? I never crit missed. But, like, rolling two threes in a row, and that was all my turn was. Every single time it ever got past me, I'm like, Juggernaut moves these three squares, he breaks them, he gets a token off, he heals one, and then Quake, and then I miss, awesome, your turn, and then no shade at Brian. His turns normally take a very long time. I, I even said to him in one match, I was like, I would really like to take one or two more turns. That would be awesome. And I felt bad for saying it. But he has a lot of moving parts on his team, and he's trying to use the best of them, and I totally get that. But his turn still took a very long time, it felt like. Uh, but that was another loss game where I scored, guess how many points? Ten points, because he crit missed oh. Giant Girl. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Uh, so that was like uh, ten points to uh, whatever, 90. Yeah, that sucked. That was like, dang, man. Uh, now I'm wishing I really would have perplexed damage in that first attack and just hit Onslaught for 8, and then this would not have even been a problem. But say la vie, it happens. My last game was against Jacob Marcus, good listener to the show. He's playing Justice League. I was like, wow, a Justice League theme team, a Rebirth. He's like, represent DC. I'm like, that's cool. That's awesome. One map, we go to the underground, and then it's like, it's, it was kind of a struggle. That There's like this Fast Forces flash that moves one square every time I move. Like, that's really cool. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, like, that was just a really fun team. The Cyborg and Flash both work They together. all give each other bonuses if yeah. they, like, attack first or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So they dope. He had the Elseworlds, uh, like, the old school Superman that just has leap climb, the whole leap over tall buildings in a single bound. When you can use Quake. Like, it was, it was a really cool team. And then I was just like, all right, well... This is the first time I'll probably actually be able to do the thing I want to do with this team, and that's with Juggernaut, Moves 3, whatever, Quakes, Moves 3, Quakes. And we just kept doing that. I destroyed about half the map on Amok Time before I finally uh, won. There's a lot of rollouts. Uh, Superman eventually gets Shape Change Super Senses. That Flash starts with Shape Change Super Senses. Uh, that Cyborg has Impervious Top Dial. Like, there's a ton of rollouts. There was a lot of rollouts on that team, so it was a lot of fun. Uh, and that was my, my two wins, two losses and a really rough start to the day in the um, top 19. Not top 19, but whatever. Swiss. So, Simeon, go ahead and finish out the rest of your rounds before we go cut to top eight. All right. I want to jump back to, to round one. So You're not allowed to! I can, <laughs> I can stri- I, well, you said something about Christmas, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it reminded it. me. So, I put Eddie Guerrero on my team for the simple fact that I love like the dice manipulation thing. I love if someone rolls like a seven, but it's a one and a six. You can be like, hey, re-roll that six. And all of a sudden now it's like a three and a one, and you know, or something like that. And so yeah. that, like my whole plan was like, I'm going to use theme teams. Like I'll wait for them to make a big attack. I'm going to use my theme teams until I see a one in the roll, and then I'll make them re-roll the other number. And so first match, first attack that Tristan made 
um, I think it was like a six and a one. He's like, that'll hit. And I was like, I'm going to have you re-roll that six. And so he re-rolls the six and he rolls a one. So now it's a crit miss, but Onslaught has prob. So he's like, can I prob it though? And I was like, of course. So he probs it, rolls both dice again, another crit miss. It was just so rough because uh, popping Onslaught off of that top uh, shape change invuln is pretty rough. Yeah. And yeah, then he just had reducers the rest of the team, like the rest of the game, and or didn't have reducers the rest of the game. Um, Match number two, I believe, was against Kevin, and he was rocking a monster squad with Onslaught, Death, um, Sabretooth, the 75 point Sabretooth, and I think Dr. Frankenstein. Yeah. And I think he also had a WWE ring. Because we had them like somewhat adjacent. Uh, that match was actually pretty rough from the get-go, uh, just because he was able to hit some. He was able to hit like Prez Ricard and Osco with some attacks early on. Um, I did manage to get lucky and get an attack off on Onslaught, and then that was one of the matches where I double team submission held him with Eddie and Oscar. And having uh, that Sabretooth with, like, a 12 attack, like, I feel like it's half his dial. He's got a 12 attack. Like, no matter what you hit him to, it's, like, still a 12 attack with Flurry, huh? It's just like, yep. Um, I wasn't able to get him with a submission hold, but, well, I was, at like, towards the end. But, I yeah, I ended up, uh, that was one of the games where Shawn Michaels got fully charged, fully tuned up the band. I outwitted Death's invuln, and Shawn Michaels just came screeching across the the uh, ring, like to the corner post, and just kicked Death in the head and knocked him out. Uh, that was a pretty sweet... I didn't know how many clicks long he was, but yeah. Oh, that's another thing. I didn't once check uh, dials this entire event, just out of protest. <laughs> That is that's uh, exactly how I did it too. I didn't want to look at anyone's card. Most people that I played against, I'm like, look, dude, I'm not gonna look at your card. And he's like, yeah, I really don't want to look at yours either. Because we just did, we both agreed. We we're like, I just don't want to do it. It feels like it, it kind of ruins the the what if. Because also we're not new players, and I understand that whole new player thing. Not to get on a tangent for cards, Lord knows we talked about it enough. So we're just I'm just gonna end it there before I start on something. <laughs> yeah, I played casual yeah. enough where. I see, like, I've been seeing a lot of these, like, characters in casual play. So, like, I played enough Sealed where all the, like, common and uncommon Avengers I've probably played with in one way or, like, another. So I know, like, Medusa's five clicks long, you know. Um, She's also 50 points, so that's a pretty good indicator. So, like, I just don't need to check the card for dial length on those. But yeah, uh, to get back on topic... um, my third match was against an Avengers team. Uh, I don't remember the name of the guy running it. Um, he, this was my first time playing against him, but he, he definitely knew what he was doing. Um, so he, he must be practicing. Did he win map? Yes. What map did he put you on? I'm pretty sure he put me on underground. Oh, okay. If it was like the Orville map, then I would have said it was probably Doug, but I don't know. Doug normally puts people on the Orville. So go ahead. Keep going. I don't know, yeah, um, but he was running a fairly standard Avengers build, 
which at this point for Popper is Voyager, Medusa, Crystal, Hulk, um, AIM guys, maybe a giant girl or two, stuff like that. Um, he put me on Underground, which is like one of the reasons I'll play the ring as often as I can in competitive. Because if I lose map and they put me on a terrible like blocking map, then I can just at least open up like a little section of it for myself. Um, so his first turn, he moved to like a corner away from my ring, which was like I was like okay, like you know I I get it, but because with Voyager, really like the first turn is like I'm gonna be able to get to you as long as you can't get to me first because she can phase fourteen. Or 11 when she carries. Um, so he, he moved up. I moved into the ring. Took like my standard defensive position with Prez Ricard with his 18 defend. Perplexing up Asuka's defense. So she's a 19 next to him. Shawn Michaels is a 20 for close next to him. Eddie's an 18. And uh, Stone Cold's an 18. And Eddie was always up front. So he could, per, uh, per, blah, blah, blah. He could prob like the first attack. Um. He moved up with, let's see, I think it was, he carried a red aim, Medusa, and Crystal. Crystal, I want to say, biffed her Quake. And mm -hmm. so I was just like, all right, cool. Like, one attack, done. Uh, Medusa, having an 11 attack on that little pog is scary. An 11 for 3, and if you put the red agent next to it, then it's an 11 for 4. Um yeah, that thing, because, I mean, a, an 18, they only need a 7. That's an average roll. So I think he killed Prez Ricard in that first attack with the uh, hair. And then he threw Hulk out there, and Hulk quaked and hit some stuff. And I wasn't feeling super good. He also had, he had the uncommon Iron Man, the one that's like a hologram. That was mm -hmm. also on his team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I wasn't feeling great. Like I, I had taken some pretty decent hits that turn, and uh, I think Hulk's quake knocked a couple, like most of my team, off of first click, so they were no longer immune to range. Um, so that was bad. Um, I can't really, you know, it's kind of foggy. Uh, I think I, I outwitted Hulk. I had Oscar run and hit him because one of the other cool things about Oscar is uh, every time she KOs somebody. She gets to bump one of her stats up by one, and once she's got all four combat values on the dial bumped up by one, she heals by two. And so I'd always try and get at least her defense up by one as soon as I could. Um, and so she charged and hit the Hulk with exploit for two. That kills Hulk. He's not a long dial. Um, and then really it like started going heavily in his favor. Like I was, I was kind of like I lost my perplexes. Eddie was on outwit instead of prob and my saving grace was uh, stone cold had like a 10 for three and I decided to crack open a six pack of stunners for the Ooh. first time hadn't happened. Like my first game, he was the only figure that died. That was the only one that Tristan KO'd. Uh, my second game, he didn't die, but he got, he got on like a pretty worthless kind of combat click. Like he was like a 10 for two. And I was just like, eh, okay. So this game, he was a 10 for 3, and I managed to hit my first attack. And he throws a theme team prob at me. And I'm like, oh, no. And I miss. And I'm like, all right, re-roll with the ring, because I'm in the ring. 
and I miss. And I'm sitting there and I'm debating and I'm like, I've got to hit a 17 and there's no guarantee that I'm going to even like do anything if I like move through. Cause I'm pretty sure I'm just hitting a hair at this point. And I was like, no, I'm not even guaranteed to hit like the next person that I actually want to hit. But I throw it out there. I double token Oscar just so that I can theme team prob it. He hits the seven. I move my two squares. Um, he had pushed crystal. So, he had pushed her to the perplex click, so I move two squares, I hit crystal, knock her out, uh, move like one square, and I hit Medusa with double fives. So it's knockback, and I can choose to like send her out of the ring into a wall. And I was like, oh heck yeah, I'm going to do that, that'll do four damage. And he's like, ah, do you mind if I like theme prob it? And I was like, no, go ahead. And then I crit hit. The only oh. thing that could have KO'd Medusa was a crit hit in that moment. So that was that was like the turning point was like when I I literally KO'd I think three of his figures and then I hit Voyager. I didn't KO Voyager, but I hit her for three. And uh, then it was just Voyager, White Aim Agent, and Iron Man. I hit Iron Man with Sweet Chin Music, I think. And then yeah, I, I sent Shawn Michaels out there because he had him power, and then Eddie did like a flying leap and took out the white aim agent. So it all came together towards the end. Um, that was the third match. The fourth match, I think I went back to another Onslaught team, and I can't remember, let's see, who was running the fourth one. I want to say Isaac had an onslaught on his team. Did you play against him? Maybe I didn't play against Isaac all day. Okay. No, it was uh, it was Tristan from South Dakota. Okay. Right yeah, on. I don't. So he was also running kind of like a wonky onslaught team with a Doctor Frankenstein and some other stuff, and <laughs> every time he'd make an attack, I'd have him re-roll it once because of the ring. And it would just like miss like horribly, and he'd just be he'd roll like a three, and he'd prob it, and he'd roll like another three, and so dice were just like completely against him that entire game, and so that one was just like a very one-sided. Um, I took out like half his build with submission hold, and then like the WWE guys just cleaned up the rest kind of game. Um, so that one was that one was fun, but I can't imagine that it was super fun for him because he just missed like every single attack. Um, and that was, yeah, that was it cut to top eight. Like I said, a lot of the onslaughts bled together. There's just, you see like the big red beetle looking thing. And that's pretty much like all I remember from the build. <laughs> Cause that was like the main threat. Sure. That's fair. That's fair. Top eight. Uh, first game in top eight, I had to go against this complete just jerk. He was ugh, less than human. I would say subpar. Lucas wasn't playing. Oh, <laughs> I took a sip of water. Ugh. No, but before we go too too far, <laughs> I do want to say uh, Lucas, super super fan, uh, Lucas Tom Van Hollen uh, was hosting the event, and he did a wonderful job. He had a uh, oh, pretty amazing raffle that he did. He didn't have to do that. That was like his own personal no, stuff. Um, he's a yeah, great Jeez. great job uh, boosting the community. <laughs> And always a very tactful and uh, very good at judging. Just like absolutely, 
He was yeah, fantastic. So fantastic uh, job there. So <laughs> just to go over that raffle really quick before we jump into the topic, it was a ten dollar raffle. The biggest prize was a Ultra Chase Thanos. And there's like pretty much you guaranteed a prize even if you entered. So like he was going off, he was listing names, and you know, you know me, secretly, I kinda wanna win this. I'm like, you know, I'm just getting ten bucks, whatever. So I'm like, haven't heard my name yet, haven't heard my name yet, haven't heard my name yet. Two people left. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Boom, doesn't say my name. And I'm like, yeah. So then I, I did win an Ultra Chase Thanos that day, which is pretty which is pretty solid. I ain't going to lie. I was pretty happy. And I, I told you when we broke for lunch that I was willing con- to concede the top eight match if you gave me that Ultra Yeah, Chase you Thanos. did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we knew what top eight yeah, was going to be. No, I did not. Maybe. Maybe I should have, because uh, uh, the top eight match, the only top eight match I went in was me against Simeon. Spoiler alert, I did not win that game. Uh, I played it pretty poorly. I would honestly say, looking back, uh, probably shouldn't have tried to go for this big old juggernaut smack right away and leave myself adjacent to not only Asuka, uh, she's the only person who's necessary to be adjacent to, but like just in the ring with a bunch of full health wwe superstars that was a little rough uh coming back from that there was no there was no coming back from that that match was just really bad really really bad for you you can tell my inexperience with this team and actually my inexperience with hero clicks to be honest with you uh because in uh the last the, the first video devin posted happy little hero clicks posted on youtube you can hear just how loud uh, I am, and to a lesser extent, Simeon is in the background because I'm not taking it seriously at all. Because there's like there's like five minutes of me playing that game where I'm like, yeah, maybe, and then it's like the rest of it you can already just tell that I've already given up, and I'm just like, yeah, let's just, let's, I just want to joke around, just want to have a good time. So there's pretty good, <laughs> there's some pretty good, even though that that video is not at all about me or Simeon, you can hear a lot of our game and a lot of our like riffing on each other or just like random things in general which is pretty fun which i thought was pretty yeah fun. i encourage everyone to get on the happy little hero clicks and uh just listen to the background noise yeah for that first uh it was, it was awesome. the top eight there's there's some uh, good, uh there's some good points in there if you want to hear my rendition of johnny cash is hurt uh yeah you know if you want to hear us complain more about cards <laughs> there's, there's also uh a new song that I'm working on. That's oh, yeah. I got a confet or no concussion to make. That's yeah, how it went. yeah, yeah. I got a concussion yeah. to make. Got a concussion. I think that's towards make. the end. Yeah. No, that was like a lot of fun. That was really good. Uh, the my biggest mistake in that game before I I jump off this is uh, Juggernaut has giant reach. You don't have to put him adjacent to people. What am I? What am I doing? Oh yeah. What in the world? Yeah, I I would have only had, I think like two or three attacks to make against you had you left him away. Um, but yeah, the one of the things I love about WWE figures is they've got these signature moves, but you can only pull them off if they've got one action token. Like, they have to have an action token to pull off their signature move. But if you have a theme team, you can kind of control, like, oh, I don't have, like, Shawn Michaels, I've been tuning up the band. You can just theme team, like, your own attack. Like, Shawn Michaels can theme team Eddie's attack. Now he's got an action token, and with the new theme team, like, rules, he can make another action that turn. So I can go from zero actions to Shawn Michaels, like, hitting Sweet Chin Music in the same turn. Um, right. Or Eddie hitting the Three Amigos, or, you know. So, yeah, had you not gone adjacent, um, 
I only probably would have got like two attacks that turn because I, I don't have a lot of moving attack on my team. I kind of rely on people sticking around. But So yeah, right on. That thus ends my top eight story, Simeon one. So we can go ahead and round out <laughs> the rest of the episode with Simeon's games. So top eight was Calder. Uh, top four was that was Zach uh, also running an Avengers bomb team. Um, just kind of like a Voyager drops off these free attackers. Uh, lots of perplex. There's also a Hulk that can just wreck you. Um, and then some giant girls for retaliation. Uh, this game was super close. This was, uh, I think, points-wise, this was the closest game. Like, there's games where it was close because, like, kind of the momentum shifted, and I ended up, like, picking up the win because, like, the momentum shifted in my favor. But this was the closest game points-wise by far. Um, so he, he moved up with a Mudman and a Giant Girl. And I had, like, my grand interest. First, he put me on King's Tomb, which, oh, man, thank you, ROC, for King's Tomb. I love playing on it. It's, I mean, super thematic and interesting. But in competition, if you're not prepared for it, if you're running, like, WWE figures, good golly, I do not enjoy that. Uh, so I did have a place to put my ring. I didn't once get in my ring because it was so far out of the way that it just it wasn't happening. Um, turn one, he moved up to a spot that was close to the ring, but I wouldn't be able to... Like, I just didn't have the reach to get to him. And so if I did go in the ring, he would have just been, like, right on me. Um, and he didn't have a lot of range attack, so the ring really wouldn't have helped me a whole lot defensively. Uh, but I... I moved up, I threw Osk out there and hit his giant girl just because I wanted that plus one defense right off the bat. Um, I think he knew Asuka's dial. I think he knew that he needed to hit her for four because he just bumped his Hulk to a 13 and single target quaked her for four. And that was the end of Asuka, which, Ooh. I mean, personally, it hurt me the most. I still had the majority of my team. I only lost 40 points, but Oscar uh, was really the... That was the heart of the team right there. And I wasn't ready for that. Um, <clears throat> no, uh, but then I, I just got really hurt because his team was super mobile, so Voyager kept bopping in and out, carrying people in and out. Um, it's kind of clustered, so I didn't have a lot of... It's all indoor, so I didn't have like a lot of line of fires to get my theme team probs off. And so it was kind of just like a, a battle. But this is the match where I really started looking at the WWE pack like real close because, man, some of those powers are crazy useful. Flying Leap is just a static plus one to attack. You also get a plus one damage if you start next to two ropes. But just having a 12 attack top dial with somebody just because they have a certain power is crazy. It also gives you, ignores uh, hindering and ignores characters. So, not like not having to break away and just being able to pop to like the back line and hit somebody, that was huge. Um, that, may, that helped me open up like some avenues of movement and stuff, getting people like around. I also just used it just to get away from a mud man at one point. I was like, I'm going to fly and leap and not make an attack. And I just fly and 
leaped away from the mud I really man don't want to be so violent. I, could, uh, I just really don't want to be next to you. Yeah, I'm just no diving out of the ring at nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a five-star frog splash onto uh, some stairs so I can nimble away from you. Uh, reversal was also pretty big in this game, getting some free attacks off. And the game ended out where I managed to knock out Crystal, Hulk, um, and then I think the red, the red aim agent and the two giant girls, which netted me like a, a cool like 150. And he killed Asuka for 40 and HBK for 75. So it was real, real close, like down to the wire. But it, yeah, I ended up winning by about 15 points. And then that was top four. Yeah. So then we just went right into the finals, right? That's how it works. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, normally so, how uh, the cuts work. Yeah. <laughs> so if you watch uh, Devin's videos, uh, the top four video will be Isaac versus Brian. So that'll be Onslaught versus Onslaught. And then Brian, spoiler alert for Devin's video, uh, Brian made like won the game. So the final round came down to me versus Brian. Um, Calder already kind of said what he was running. It was Fabian Cortez, which is like a stat boost kind of dude. Um, a big Tony and Alex Wilder onslaught and then the main force or the main set stone cold who has full move charge which is crazy because if you combine that with grand entrance he gets like halfway across the map turn one um too bad for him he crit missed with that attack putting his stone cold on click two which meant i could outwit and flurry because he was adjacent to me and so stone cold i just i had 80 points like right off the bat um it was just a rough... Like, I had to throw all my attacks into it, but it didn't really matter, because... I mean, I got... Yeah, I got one of his main attackers, and then it was just me and Onslaught. Um, after that, after his crit miss, I don't think he rolled below, like, a, a 10 for the rest of the game. Um, <laughs> it was rough. Uh, my rolls went real sour. I had to burn, like, a lot of theme team probs and stuff. Um... At one point, I had Onslaught off of Invuln, and I had Asuka next to him, and Onslaught was double-tokened, and I was like, alright, he's either got to push, or he's got to leave him there, and then I get to start submission-holding him. This is how I've killed, like, three of the Onslaughts I faced was with submission-hold. And Asuka's on click one, I'm looking around, Onslaught's got three damage, like, he's got Perplex, but, like... You know, everyone's got like three or less damage. And so I'm feeling fairly confident. I'm like, he'll probably go the safe route and just try and hit her. And if he hits her for three, she's not going to die. And I can still submission hold. So he has Fabian Cortez, who's got three damage, take a shot. And I'm like, great. I'll take three. It'll give me 18 combat reflexes. I'll hit Onslaught with submission hold. I'll start getting those Asuka locks on it. This game's solid. He crit hits which was like the hardest crit hit I've seen because I, I start looking around and I'm like, there's nothing I can... Like, she's not in the ring, so I can't have the ring re-roll it. Eddie's on the wrong side of her, so he can't see it. She's got two action tokens, so she can't theme it. So I'm just, you know, 
I can't even super senses. I was just like, yeah, she's dead. All right. So I just like Ooh. moved her off like the table and I was just like, man, that's, I mean, I'm still, I'm still up by 40 points, but, uh, now onslaught, I don't have a way to deal with him that doesn't involve him rolling out. And I just mm. don't, you know, I hate, I hate relying on uh, my opponent's dice not working. Um, so the game kept going kind of that way. Uh, he was hitting some mind controls, and he knocked my stone cold to like a lower click. So he was he was getting some stuff. Uh, Onslaught was like you know punching some stuff. He was like pushing him a little bit, and the game was I I knew the time was coming like pretty close because it just felt like pretty late in the day and I could feel like the sun had been down for like an hour at this point. And, uh, <laughs> my knee so I'm trying to like, started to stiffen up. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Must be getting it cold did outside. My, my shoulder did that clicky thing that it only does after like eight o'clock. And I was like, Oh no. Werewolves of London. I don't know. Um, doo, doo, so, doo, so you, doo, doo, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil the ending because it's so cool though man the ending to this match is probably one of my top 10 it's definitely my top like two tournament endings ever but it's probably one of my like the top two that i've ever played in it's probably the top five i've ever seen with like my own eyes because it came down to a super central um but it will be up on the Happy Little Hero Clicks page, and I just I don't want to spoil it anymore. Just go to the Happy Little Hero Clicks page if you don't want to watch the full like fifty minute video. Just skip to the last like five minutes, and you'll see. Well, yeah, skip to the last five minutes. You'll see Brian ending his turn, and that's all you need to see. Um, it's a great it's a great finish to a a great tournament. And, uh, everyone in the shop was like sitting around and like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to cut myself off cause I want to yeah, get it gotta away. Cut off cause it's cool. I want to say it cause I think it's freaking amazing. So go check out that video. Just like Simeon says, it's like the last five minutes. Uh, watch all the videos. Happy little hero clicks. Devin makes some pretty amazing content. He could also, you know, shout us out sometimes. But that's cool. It's like, whatever. Moving on, uh, before we start, community, I'm going to go ahead and do the Patreon rank-up, since it is the second episode this month. It's super quick, and it's super easy. Jedi Legend went from Citizen to Vigilante. Thank you so much, Jedi Legend, for always giving us tip of the week, and for your support of the podcast. If you want to jump in on the Patreon, you want to grow your heroic rank, you want to win all these cool prizes that we raffle off each month, which, by the way, it's been pretty good. I don't think we've had a ton of doubled-up winners, so I think there's some good chances there for you guys. Haven't announced November's yet. We're going to figure it out sometime this week. Uh, but absolutely join us on the Patreon if you want to support us uh, because you enjoy what we do. That would be fantastic. Moving on to community. There are dozens of us. Dozens! This Community Tuesday's question, we asked you, you, the listener at home, what are or what would you play for Popper States? First round of states is over, so a lot of you probably have already played in it, but the second round is still this weekend. So, Simeon, go ahead and hit us. We're probably going to do about five answers, guys. We can keep this episode a little short since we have a lot of questions to get to. Uh, so, Simeon, go ahead and hit us with the first one on Facebook. 
Yeah. So on Facebook, first one, uh, Nate White says Starfleet, baby. Get a little bit, little Trek action. What a cool guy. On the Twitter, Vigilante Chris Kurt said Nimrod and Sentinels. It's honestly the only faction in the animated series that I want to play. Yeah, that's what Devin played. Uh, in one game, he got six Sentinels out, so that was kind of cool. Uh, Todd Butcher says Batman Beyond with a Lieutenant Barbara Gordon and build out from there. Okay. Right. So uh, it's probably some uh, Gotham City or future theme team, but I'd, I'd suggest Gotham City. There's some solid, there's some solid Batman ally kind of stuff out there, yeah. and then you get those sweet, sweet theme team props. Ooh, superhero Demon Hunter said I would play them sweet WWE figures. Can't go wrong with that. No, no, absolutely not. Steven Bombera says Starfleet. I want to say Vigilante, Little Plastic Superhero, said 30 Friends of Humanity. Now, sadly, Popper is Highlander. But still, 30 Friends of Humanity sounds pretty good. But to which I say, why not 60? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. Vigilante Jeff Poyer says, commons and uncommons. <laughs> wow, you think you're funny, it, huh? You think you're real funny? Do you, do yeah. you get it? Yeah, no, I get it. I understand. Because that's the I format. Because that's, that's what Popper means, is playing commons and uncommons. That's funny. That's, yes. that's hilarious. That is. <laughs> I almost <laughs> forgot to laugh. I, okay. Citizen <laughs> Tippy Toes Nuts. Nope, that's his name. Uh, my modern Alpha Flight team of Sasquatch and dot, dot, dot. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. There's no one else. Poor Sasquatch. Mm. Yeah, All that's... No, that's not true, though. There is an Alpha Flight from AI. It's her, I think. Oh, is it? Oh, then never mind. So then yeah. you're Yeah, never lying. read it in the comics, but yeah. So you could have, with uh, Sasquatch and her, I think you could make like a 290-point team or yeah. something like that. Oh, it no, would be... See? See, there's a team. There's Alpha it Flight. It would be a team. Don't be that so is down. Correct. Chris Rizzi says... X-Men Fast Forces trade out the Beast for number two X-Men animated series Beast and add a 15-point trainee or student. I actually really thought about doing the X-Men Fast Forces going into the event. Um, I was like, ah, what if I, like, I practiced them a little bit, and I was like, what if I go up against, like, no Colossals? So, like, the, the Avengers teams. I was like, what if I go up against, like, something like that? And they just, like, fall apart because they don't get all their cool bonuses. But with the amount of onslaughts that I saw, I would have had shape change, super senses. Uh, I I wouldn't have had the mystics or the toughness because I wasn't going to play those two. But I would have had shape change, super senses, prob for any attack targeting me from colossals or giants. And that would have been pretty cool. So I like those guys. Right on. And the last one I'm going to go ahead and read on the Twitter is Mr. Clicks, Citizen Mr. Clicks Clicks said, State Secret. Totally wouldn't put that info out in a video. Yeah, I see what you, I see what you did there, there, Jamie. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> and last but not least on Facebook, Emily Michelle says, Shredder. Which turns out we've got a, got some 
breaking information here, Calder. This was a lie. Emily actually what? played the Avengers. Yes, it's true. I listened to Married with Clicks later tonight, and it turns out she got second place with an Avengers build. But I actually, but Simeon, I actually did. Uh, <laughs> Shredder was never part of the Avengers. Wasn't he? Not, not that I mean, I everyone's been part of an Avenger at this point. That's kind of true. You're not wrong. I actually really did try building with the Shredder too. Um, I like him. He's I so good as, a, wanted to build a as like an ID good. caller. Yeah. As like someone who just can't be targeted and calls in IDs. He's great. The problem with Popper is there's not a ton of IDs, so you need like a lot of stat boosts if you want like yeah. Jubilee to be good or uh, like Lockheed to actually do stuff. You need like some stat boosts, but. Um, yeah, I, I did try building with Shredder. I just gave up because you don't have really the indomitable will stuff. to actually try to play Shredder. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I gave up trying to play Shredder too. I was he was like number one spot on my team before I just like two two days before I was like, yeah, I'll just play Shredder, whatever. All right, right on. We have a couple of community questions. Before I get into that, I want to shout out some people in the community that went ahead and sent us some really cool. Uh, messages over the past week. Dan Davis uh, sent me his like Roblox house, uh, and then it's it said Howdy Howdy on it, which is really cool. Uh, I really do. I don't know if it's actually his robot house, but it's yeah, it's his house, uh, and it's a screenshot. It says Howdy Howdy, and if you know, Chris would always somehow bring in Roblox like as a joke. Was like, you want to fight, huh? You want to fight? Yeah, fight me. One v one me on Roblox, bro. Like. I don't know why he like clung to that. I think it's hilarious. So I really uh, love uh, seeing that uh, crossover. So I, I think that's really awesome. And then uh, Larry Slade, I want to say, uh, commented on one of our videos. He was brand new. He's like, he's gonna listen to this. He's like, they messed up my name, but I just wrote it so poorly on my sheet. Uh, <laughs> but he commented on the post for the last episode. And he just went in and said, like, he really enjoys the podcast. He's new to the game. and He's been listening to it for a few weeks. And I'm just, I'm really happy. You know, because it feels like, you know, I just do the podcast every single week. And I, I sometimes don't think about people are finding this and constantly, like, getting good information from that. So I, I absolutely uh, love that. And I love to hear that kind of feedback. And then uh, just going ahead and moving on to the community. I just want to say I love you guys. Seriously. Like, I just, I love everybody that listens. I just, the community is so amazing. So thank you guys so much for being a part of that. It's awesome. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do a Malcolm Rush question block. That's in Japan! Japan? No, 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 no. I can't go to Japan. We're talking about the WWE Universe in some of these wrestling-related questions. There's 11 questions, so let's get right into it. Number one, a while back, I asked you to rank all the powers and abilities. Where would you put the new WWE powers and abilities in that ranking? So, I never really totally wrote out all the powers and abilities. I think we, we totally didn't follow that one exactly uh, to its road. So, instead, I just ranked uh, the WWE powers, which I thought were the coolest or liked the most. So, Simeon, I don't know how you answered this. Maybe you answered it in the same way. Maybe you answered it in a different way. Uh, but you can go ahead and go first. Yeah, so I kind of... I kind of just uh, put, like, the ones that stuck out to me after, like, playing with them. Because when I first... When I first, like, just looked at the powers, I was like, man, Slingshot's cool. You can, like, 
control which way they go. Like, stun's kind of cool. Um, slam's kind of neat. Turns out I like the other ones way more. So uh, I think Nimble is crazy cool. Um, that is plus two breakaway, and you get to move one square for free. You ignore hindering. So those are, like, plus two breakaway and ignore hindering are just, like, standard. So you can just, like, Eddie Guerrero or Shawn Michaels, I guess, would be a better choice since he's got it top dial. He can just, like, full-on sprint through bushes because he's got nimble. Um, Flying Leap is another one. I don't know how I didn't read Flying Leap more. I think it looked like Leap Climb, and I was just like, must be garbage. And so I just (laughs) passed it on. Uh, But Flying Leap... The power, um, ignore characters and hindering for movement, and then you move up to three squares, make a close attack, modifying attack plus one, period. So all of that happens just for giving them a power action. And then you get an extra little caveat if you're next to two plus ropes, you also get a plus one damage. So on a lot of these guys who've got flying leap top dial, um, they've got like 12s for four like on their own. So that's super solid. Um, of course, like lightning speed is pretty decent, but uh, I think my overall favorite has to be submission hold. I never realized having a standard power that can immobilize somebody. Well, technically immobilize two people, but immobilize any opponent of your choosing um, is pretty crazy. Yeah, man, I'd say that sucks. Anyways, uh, <laughs> still, so I'm. I don't want to get down. I'm super proud of what happened, but I'm gonna be a little salty and go and lie. Uh, I went ahead. I think we we ended up kind of in the same spot. I'll just name them off. Uh, I just ranked them from best to worst. I said submission hold, leap climb, uh, lightning speed, reversal, nimble, stun, slam, and slingshot. That was my WWE power ranking. You can hate it. You can love it. That's cool. Number two, which is better, the WWE wrestling ring or the boxing ring, and why? Hmm. So for this one, I really, um, they both like have a different place. I love the boxing ring um, because its effect is, I want to say, more defensive. Um, really, I like both of them because I like the effect of where it's just like, this ring just falls out of the sky and explodes any blocking terrain that it lands on. That's like my favorite part of, of course. Uh, but I, I like WWE because if you're not even playing any WWE figures, you get the multiverse rules. So you get access to the WWE pack. So Nimrod can use uh, the boxing ring and have, he can have submission hold. So it can be Nimrod putting onslaught in like a choke hold if he wants um, or you can pick like reversal, uh, but the the boxing ring is cool because it's got that universal effect, but it also gives the effect to your opponent. Whereas the wrestling ring, you get that it's like a pseudo prob. It just says reroll. It doesn't actually say prob, and you don't have to be within any range or line of fire of the person targeting you. So onslaught would be like, I've got my nine range and I'm behind the scenes. I'm going to mind control you, and I could still re-roll that, because it just says, if you're targeted by a ranged attack, re-roll it. So, I really do like the wrestling ring for that aspect of it. Right on. I just kind of said the boxing ring is better, just because I'm still on the whole, uh, the more protection, the whole negative two attack 
shooting inside, shooting outside the ring, I think is really huge. But obviously, you made some amazing points uh, with the wrestling ring. It really depends on what you want. Like, if you don't need the boxing ring because you're not going to be moving up and be like, yeah, I'm totally whatever. Like, if you already have stealth or something or whatever you have protecting you from range, then if you don't need it, then why not? If you have pick a power on your team, then absolutely use the wrestling ring to give you access to multiverse rules and the uh, WWE powers. So I think they do both have their place, but I still think I'm biased towards the boxing ring. Number three, best, worst, and favorite WWE hero clicks, and why? So, I don't really think there's, like, the worst ones, but... Uh, oh, there definitely are. Don't lie. <laughs> there's some There's some bad ones. Uh, there's some that could just be better. Um, so, best, I think, is Asuka. For 40 points, you start off with that submission hold, and she's got, like, the most... Uh, whether it's submission or poison point for point, she's got the most bonkers free damage in the game, like period. Uh, maybe Surter with his one penetrating, but no, like Oscar's like a, she's able to deal three penetrating or not three penetrating. Jeez, that'd be dumb. Uh, she's able to deal three damage if she's activated, you know, twice. And then she can just keep doing that every turn for the rest of the game. So if you've got something with a long dial and they're like, man, I really need to clear this turn. You're like, cool, take three. And then next turn, it's like, cool, take another three because they can't move away. So I really think she's she's got to be the best for points. Um, there's definitely other options. Like Undertaker's really cool. Worst, um, I'm going to have to give it to like AJ Styles. He just Ooh. doesn't do anything for me. He's one of the few where I was like, I like like, I don't mind AJ Styles. He's got some cool moves and stuff. He's kind of like a high flyer and stuff like that. Um, but his his hero click is just so bland compared to others. Man, yeah. he's just got, like, nothing going. Same with, like, the the Finn Balor that's not yeah, in the starter set. Yeah, I was about to say, the main set, Finn Balor is, is really bland. also too. so, like, very bland. yeah. It's like, man... Like, someone just straight up did not, either they just didn't know who he was, or they just didn't like him. Um, this is NXT Finn Balor. But even then, yeah, like NXT yeah. Finn Balor should honestly be better, but whatever. And then uh, my favorite, by far, is Eddie. Oh, nice. The, the ability to uh, re-roll the one die, the mid-dial lasso from El Paso, the stop click that he heals off of, so you've got a uh, let's see. You've got to at least triple tap him because you hit him, he heals off of it. You hit him, he hits it, and then you got to hit him again. So yeah, you've got to at least triple tap him, and that's pretty hard to do. Uh, he's got a decent long dial, and he's got solid. I mean, his whole dial is super solid. Yeah. I'm thinking about ah. throwing the blood axe on him and Ooh. never staying on that stop click with my three amigos. Heck yeah, man. Absolutely. Ooh, that would be pretty awesome actually. Three amigos, the blood axe is pretty gnarly. I would say best uh, is going to be Shawn Michaels. I love stat modifiers. I just freaking love getting my stats buffed to uh, high heavens. So I think Shawn Michaels is awesome. The worst is clearly, I mean, how could it not be? Ronda Rousey. She is just awful in every <laughs> single way, shape, and form. And then my personal favorite uh, is Macho Man Randy Savage because I get to do, like, the voice and stuff. No matter how, yeah. how bad it is. Snap Slim Jim. Like, it's fun. Like, just Macho Man is such... Uh, one of the better characters in WWE. He's just so much fun to do. Bonesaw is ready. You know, so, and besides that, he's also really good. 
Sorry, oh, no, Calder, right. with your hot dog and oh, man. But no, you absolutely. coming around grandstanding, hot dog, and you called me a brother, but you're talking behind my back. He always oh, sounded God. like he was about to burst so, something. Yeah, dude, he? he sounds like he's like, like he's gonna pop a, ve- a vessel. Like, like, dude, you're you all right, man. You okay? Uh, yeah, that's what he was going uh, for. <laughs> maybe. Uh, number four, which WWE hero clicks did WizKids get right or miss the boat, and why? So, give me your one that uh, they got right. The ones that they got right, uh, Stone Cold, the starter, the crack open a six pack. Oh man, that's like my favorite. My favorite like garbage wrestling to watch is just Stone Cold hitting everyone in the ring with a stunner, and like for no reason, just like because he just clearing like an entire ring out. Then um, his like tag team partner would come in to give him like a high five, and he would like hit them with the stunner too, and like you're like, oh my god, like you know, because Jerry the King Lawler. Had a high pitched voice. Yeah. Um, still does. He's still doing it. Uh, the one, another one they got right was the Undertaker with his stop click that like kind of knocks everybody back. That's super cool. How he can pop Hell's Gate like pretty much anywhere because he always would. Someone would like bend down to like pin him, and all of a sudden they're in Hell's Gate, which is like he just puts his like knee in their throat, so it's like super easy submission hold to like do. Um, but that's another one that like I thought they got really good. And then Eddie, of course, again, uh, I think they got Eddie right. Um, I don't know if I would have given him a stop click, but literally every other part, like the light cheat steal, uh, the outwit, um, it just all fits him really, really well. Right on. And I'm going to say, I kept this pretty simple. I think they did Andre the Giant really well. I think he's really cool. Andre the Giant's not really a super mobile guy, so he doesn't have a lot of moving attack, which is like, fitting but he's a huge dude so he's got high defense good reducers and a deep dial i think it's really simple i love the big boot and i just think andre's a really uh fitting version so which figure do you think they missed the boat on Simeon? one that i i think is maybe controversial that they missed the boat on i'm gonna say mankind um i like that we got a mankind i'm just a little mad that we got all four of Mick Foley's personas in one. I feel like yeah. we kind of got cheated. Like, uh, we had two Rocks. We have two Triple H's. You know, we got two AJ style. Did we get two AJ's? Yes, we did. Main yeah, we got two AJ's and two yes, Finns. And we got one. We got one Mankind, and that one Mankind has traits for himself, for Dude Love, and for Cactus Jack. And I'm just like, come on, man, like. He's not mankind enough because you like tried to make him a mashup of like his other personas, and I really do like uh, Cactus Jack. I figured that like they could have had like a whole figure with specials for just Cactus Jack. Dude, love maybe not at all. I don't care, um, but at <laughs> least mankind and Cactus Jack, you know, bang bang. That was my favorite. Um, so I, I feel like they missed that one. Also, if Undertaker has a stop click and Eddie has a stop click. Mankind Definitely. of all people, like he should have had a dial like the convention doomsday, where like maybe not as long, but where like every click was a stop click. It was like yeah, invuln stop click. It was like, oh, you hit me with thumbtacks, great. Oh, you threw me off a cage, I'm gonna climb back up it with a dislocated shoulder. Oh, you threw me through it, I'm gonna still wrestle you with this tooth sticking out of the top of my face because like 
I'm a crazy human. Guys, guys insane. Guys, uh, tough beyond belief. I would say the figure they got wrong the most was definitely Triple H. He he needs totally different set of powers. He needs powers that aren't even in the WWE. He needs stealth. He needs plasticity so he can run away easier. I suppose it's just nimble. He needs telekinesis, but only to place figures so he can move people in his way. He needs mastermind. Like, Triple H just needs to be a complete coward. And I, I hope oh, you're listening yeah. to this. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hunter Hurst Helmsley, I hope you're listening to this. Yes, Come your on. real name, Hunter Hurst Helmsley. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> your very real name. Don't at me. Yeah. Uh, so, they didn't yeah, give us, I, like, I just, Evolution Triple H is, like, yeah. what you're thinking of. Yeah, that's what I would, um, I would really would have loved. Would you even say H. that we got, like, DX Triple H? Like, not really. No, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I think Triple H has just done uh, pretty poorly overall. Pretty poor. Pretty poor. Uh, number five, which WWE powers and abilities do you want WizKids to make? And what color would you use uh, in symbol? Speed, attack, defense, damage. How would the powers work? I just did one power. Uh, I wasn't going to go crazy into it uh but did you have a power or like some kind of ability that or move that a lot of wwe people use wrestling move that whiskeys could incorporate in the future Ooh. um so not really like a move or anything so no um i said they don't need new ones i think they did a great job covering the basics um but i did put that if they're going to do something give us like a damage power that has to do with like cutting a promo or, like, shooting an angle, or, I mean, they could do this with, like, a trait, too, but uh, kind of like Shredder clones trait, the Twisted Duel, where you'd, like, call out, like, one other, like, figure. You'd, like, be like, it's you and me, you know, SummerSlam, see you there, like, you know, that kind of thing, where you'd, like, like, only those two characters could attack each other, or something, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. They should bring back Nemesis and have colored Oreo dials. Ooh. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, that's a oh, man. great day. Arch enemies. <laughs> Arch enemies. Yeah, it should definitely be brought back with Oreo dials. Uh, I did, because I think, like, I was looking at a lot of moves, and I just straight up was like, okay, I'm not going to quit looking at single wrestlers. Let's just look at generic wrestling moves. And I'm like, but at the end of the day, I'm like, that's a slam. Or, like, that could fit as well as basically a stunner. You know? Like, I just felt kept finding all these things like that's just jumping off something so it's a flying leap you know it's fairly fairly simple i think they they standardized all these powers enough to to work for a variety of different moves i really don't think they need new ones i decided uh, on rope walk maybe it would redo plasticity and it basically let them move through kind of in a way on top of uh ropes so like hindering blocking outdoor blocking and then jump off them which basically would just be a free move, and then you could walk over ropes, like four squares of ropes or something like that. That was all I could try to come up with, because like you kind of like when you see someone actually like walk on the ropes, it's really, it's really kind of cool and kind of neat. So I was thinking that would just give more mobility. Lord knows WWE figures really don't kind of need more mobility to oh, be honest with you. Undertaker's going old school. So yeah, like I think that was that'd be kind of neat. Uh, number six, which WWE characters do you want in the next set, and what types of powers and abilities would they have? Simeon, name, so, some, name some cool cats you want in the next set. Speaking of cats, I want oh, Jake no. the Snake. Um, that's an animal. Fight me. Uh, it's such a loose so, connection. <laughs> I secretly 
what I really want is I want Jake the Snake to be the first WWE character with a bystander, and he'll just drop Damien out. Yeah. Um, I think that makes a ton of sense, like the most sense that a bystander could make. And I mean, maybe Hornswoggle could be a bystander, um, but uh, I think I think uh, Damien would make the most sense as a bystander in all of WWE. Um, powers that I secretly want him to have. I just want him to have the uh, sneak attack trait where you can like phase three and then make a close attack just because, you know, snakes. Yeah. Sneak attacks. Serpent society. That's pretty funny. That would be <laughs> um, quite clever if they gave him that. I would, I would dig that. And then uh, ultimate warrior is another one. I mostly want for the sculpt. Yeah. Um, not like a terrible wrestler, but he was just like a crazy looking dude and he was like always like super high intensity before everyone was like that kind of like high intensity yeah. for a while. Um, some newer people, uh, Rey Mysterio, of course, um, give him like some high flying stuff. Uh, I don't know. I can't imagine how you would do six one nine without incorporating ropes, but if you restricted yeah. it with yeah. ropes, then it would kind of like ruin it. Um, which is hilarious because like you can fly and leap without being in a ring or without like needing ropes near you or anything. And it's like yeah, I just frog splashed you from like a square away. Like I just like you know jumped real high and frog splashed you. Like remember when Eddie did that like the first move that he pulled out and like that match was just the frog split. I, no, um, but yeah, Rey Mysterio is a big one that I want. Um, I really want them to do, like, a tag team, just, like, a ton of the old tag team stuff. So, like, Edge and Christian, the Dudleys, the Hardys, the Road Warriors. I mean, there's just, like, an endless list of great tag team guys. And if they could find a way to incorporate them more than, like, plus one attack if next to Jeff Hardy, you know, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, the Hardys are... I mean, really, like, that was the best thing to watch was, like, when they were doing, like, the TLC matches and, you know, like, the Hardys were always doing, like, the crazy dives. Uh, Edge and Christian were always doing, like, the hardcore matches. The Dudleys were just, like, always shooting weird angles. What about you? Do you want to spike Dudley? Uh, dude, all the time. Every day, every night, I, I go to sleep and I I pray and I'm like, when are we gonna get a Spike Dudley, Lord, please, please can I? <laughs> you know, I looked it up. He wasn't even related to the other two. Oh really? Yeah, he wasn't oh. a real Dudley. His real name's like Kenneth Poser. Haberdash or something. What? Yeah. A wrestler didn't use their real name. Yeah. God, I feel so lied to. I know. The world. No wonder they were so mean to him. No wonder. Uh, nah, for me, uh, everybody's gonna sound like a broken record here. Sting, obviously, uh, Hulk Hogan, uh, newer wrestlers that are my personal favorites include Bobby Roode. I really want a Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins just cause I really enjoy their wrestling, uh, figure podcast. I think that's really fun. And their YouTube channels, uh, YouTube channel video is really fun, uh, to look at when they go hunting for wrestling figures. So those are some like cool cats, cool cats and kittens that I would really dig in the WWE HeroClix universe. Number seven. Any advice to his kids to make WWE Hero Clicks better, Simeon? All right. So I said 
my serious answer is introduce uh, like a shifting focus tag team type mechanic where like you'd have so if they do like a, a whole set I think they could do a whole series of just tag team dudes and it would oh, be yeah. like Matt Hardy has shifting focus with characters with like this name and it would be like anyone that he's ever teamed up with you know for like a legit amount, amount of time um, and then you could do that with like Jeff and Christian and Edge and you know like all of those guys um, so do something like that where it's like you can bring them in for like a free action just like shifting focus does um, a, like to a lesser extent my kind of uh, advice would be to include elements from other sets which would be like retaliation equipment title characters uh, I guess you could do like some sort of ID card thing but I think just no please don't do that yeah um, if you wanted to sell the set as like a blind booster sure but non-blind id cards i hate i hate id cards in general so like no but if they wanted to really sell stuff that'd be the easiest way you imagine calling in calling in someone with submission placing them and then doing the submission the same turn imagine how awful that would be that'd be pretty terrible Ugh. Outside the game, yeah, you just plink, there's one, you can't move. Sucks, done then. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, it kind of does. Uh, I kind of said 3D objects. I think equipment would be really cool. I think there's a lot of things we could do with equipment in the WWE universe. Uh, baseball bats, kendo sticks, sledgehammers, etc., just to name a few. And then, even then, like 3D objects like tables, chairs, just going, like, making it really fun. Make a table, you know breakable that'd be so cute be so cool be so fun like to do that'd be awesome uh oh yeah yeah, it does like one extra penetrating or something yeah like it does like an extra damage but really it breaks your fall but it still kind of it kind of hurts to be honest uh and then i said a normal uh blind boosters try blind boosters seriously uh try them out with wb obviously this probably still worked because people that wanted them were going to buy them anyways but try blind boosters try super rares try primes try like normal set you know, load out. Heck, do a super booster set, but have all the super boosters be vehicles. You could do it. You yeah. could do it. Don't act like you couldn't do it. You could easily do it. Or I mean, just so. terrain. You like have like or terrain. The vehicles, Spanish announcers terrain, booth. Like whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like the announcers booth. They always like throw people through. Like that'd be awesome. That'd be hilarious. Like there's plenty of plenty of things. It's it is not a property that hasn't been fleshed out to its fullest. It there's so much room uh, for play. Oh, and, Absolutely. And Finn like, Balor as a prime would have made exactly. so much sense. Like right, Finn like Balor as the A so and then the Demon as the B. Yeah. Uh, same with like Bray Wyatt and the Fiend. Yeah. Shit. Uh, focus. Hulk Hogan. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Like literally oh, like, yeah. whatever. Like there's there's so much room. Uh, to make a huge, a much bigger set, and I think that'd be awesome. And then you could have lower level like characters who just sort of get on, like you know, like Chris Benoit can be a common. Sorry for strangely <laughs> naming you Chris Benoit, but but like, but like you know no, what I'm saying? Can't. Like people, people. We've like been that. over this. He straight up cannot be in any <sighs> set ever. He yes, won't be. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely won't. Uh, but yeah. Uh, number eight. How much of an impact do you think WWE Hero Hooks will have in today's game? Uh, Simeon, Simeon, how much of an impact do you think WWE had uh, in the game so far? Uh, I think it's it's real hard to say right now. Um, so I think that they're they're super potent um, in casual. So in casual play, playing like a full WWE squad 
is the same to playing like a full squad of like Batman ally where they're all in stealth and your opponent plays all range and they're like, oh, so I just, I just can't shoot you this whole game. And you're like, nope. And no one sees through hindering. So the, the one thing is like, it doesn't matter if they see through hindering against WWE, they still can't target you with range or outwit. Um, so while that's like, that's pretty rough for just like casual play. Um, I don't think there's that one standout, like, broken wwe figure like most sets have like the one the one combo that's like busted i don't think wwe has that one thing uh, maybe i'm just missing it maybe it's like undertaker and i just haven't played it enough to notice uh, but i don't i don't think uh i don't think that wwe really breaks into like the meta in a big way yet i know it doesn't popper but that's because it's kind of like restricted, and so WWE is kind of, kind of powerful in that. But so is a lot of other stuff. Um, and I think in modern like 300, I think ID card options like being able to call in a Wolverine and charge flurry somebody, and then have like the Cyclops that's on your main force like pen side them afterwards, is just like a a super easy way to deal with WWE in modern. Faux show, faux show. I think uh, overall modern game, I don't think they're going to have the biggest impact. The ring obviously is going to probably be the most played WWE element in 300 constructed. Uh, and then besides that, maybe like Asuka, Eddie, you know, something like that. Something small, maybe a couple of figures here and there. I think during Popper, there's no reason not to play some WWE figures. I think they're amazing in Popper. I think it, it limits the scope and the field of play just enough to make WWE super duper viable on their own without a lot of support. I mean, like, I really can't say much. Like, Simeon uh, went in with the team that he, like, he didn't know that, like, the back of his hand. He's just like, I want to play some WWE figures. These are very good, solid WWE figures. I kind of have a feeling of what I want to do. And he won. Like, went undefeated the whole day and won. Like, that's pretty amazing. So, I absolutely would say WWE is pretty great. And not just that. Yeah. Uh, we saw it do really well in other places, too. So, it's not a corner case at all, you know. Folks. I also like, just... It, it did really well. I followed, like, the super simple, like, starter set of like how to build a team with support. I had my one perplex, my one outwit, and my one prob. And that's that's literally like I was like Eddie's got a good prob. Shawn Michaels is good like stats and he's got a perplex for like 75 points. Right. And I literally only put Stone Cold on there uh for that outwit top dial. He's he's yeah. one of the only ones that's got outwit top dial for, you know, under 80 points. But yeah, I think right uh, I think Popper's their real place, but I I just don't see them. Like, if I took the world's teams, um, I don't see them getting past like Q Prime super easily. I don't see them surviving Gardner because that's like a close attack. So, you know, he doesn't really need line of fire. Um, they don't have enough reducers to really make that outwit protection matter top dial, which is good. Because um, imagine like not being able to pen sigh and they've got impervious and you don't have any exploit on your team and you can't outwit impervious and they just like keep hitting those rollouts, you know. That would be pretty sucky. <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> uh, right on. Totally agree with you. Number nine. 
Almost there. Let's let's rattle through these bad boys. How many WWE Hero Clues did you get, and how many of those are you going to use in the game? Uh, I'll go Forrest. I got the Ring Starter, Triple H, John Cena, Flair, Macho Man, Finn Balor, Andre the Giant, Undertaker, Kane, and Rock. I only got the characters that I knew a lot of or even cared about, and then I just got both starters because they were starters. How new will I play? Nice. Uh, yeah, probably quite a few. I don't know if I'm going to play Ric Flair as much as I thought, or uh, I'll probably never play that main set, Finn Balor, to be completely honest with you. Uh, but I'll probably definitely get my use out of everybody else, I would say. Yeah, Simeon. I got one of each, and I'm planning on, with the exception of some of like the duplicates that we have, so some of like, the starters kind of things, I probably won't play the mixed tag team match starter um outside the ring but other than that i'm planning on playing one of each right on number 10 which WWE powers and abilities also other new rules example ropes people still must understand or don't understand that was introduced in WWE. it's been like two weeks two three weeks like come on like let's chill out like when we first got the game you know or first got into the game you couldn't expect us to know what all these powers do and i know it's only like eight or whatever new powers uh, but you know, it's, it really can't, I don't think you can really dog anyone for not knowing them. So I would say the most things people don't understand is the fullness of what the team ability does. Cause there is a lot there. I had one person not know that he could also not be targeted by range attacks. If it's only the, f- uh, what is it? First attack, something like that. There's something weird like that. Like if the, you're on click one or if it's like one. the second range attack that turn, second range attack that turn or and blue then, click. Yeah, or a blue click. Some people didn't understand that it's blue going. clicks, right? Like there's a lot, there's a, there's a lot to it. And then I think some people still mess up a few powers here and there. Heck, I if you ask me, uh, boom, right now, what a slingshot do? I'm like knock back something about bouncing off ropes. Like that, would, like I would be like, I don't totally know, man. Leave me alone. So yeah. Yeah. Though, I mean, there's there's bounce, pin, WWE rules. And grand entrance, and in a multiverse game, you use all four of those. So it's it's pretty crazy. Um, also, the fact that uh, it's protected pulse wave. Um, so really, like the team ability is the biggest one. Um, I honestly, I, I'm glad I had like the WWE pack with me because um, remembering like reversal. And remembering reversal is a big one. It's basically like a free attack if they missed you or if they tried to break away and failed. That one's big. Um, a lot of times I would tell people, like, Asuka's going to use submission hold, and that deals one damage. And they'd be like, okay. And then they'd just sit there and be like, so take your one damage. They'd be like, oh, you're not going to roll for it? And I was like, it's like poison. <laughs> like, should have said that there's not a lot of free damage in the game, so no. Yeah, having a new free damage thing, it's pretty big. That is 100% uh, true. Pretty big free damage. Yes, yeah, pretty is pretty good. It's pretty good. Number 11, last question, and this is a fun one. If you were a WWE HeroClix character, what powers and abilities would you put on the card? What would your WWE character name be? So. I'll go first. I was like, gosh, I think of some really cool, creative WWE like character name. But instead, I decided to go with the fact that a lot of the time they give people with like super normal names just different other normal names. Like a lot of the time, for whatever reason, they're like, yeah, 
Brian Danielson sounds pretty lame. We're going to instead make you Daniel Bryan. Like, what? What? Like, I get you're just switching it around, but, like, it's not that different. So, and then there's, like, other people. Obviously, John Cena, that's, like, his real name is, like, John something Felix Anthony Cena, I want to say. Like, he just, like, it's just his name. And then there are people that... Just like uh, you just like gave me a different name. Like my name's actually whatever like Kurt Hawkins' real name is. It's like something like whatever. And it's like, but you just gave me another normal person name, Kurt Hawkins. Like, like is that that much cooler than whatever his real name is? I don't know. I don't remember. Sorry, bro. Uh, so You're gonna I, go by Rocky Mayavia. Right. Like it's okay. So <laughs> I I just put in random name generator. I filled it out. So I got Christian Rogers and Nate Campbell. So like Chris Rogers or Nate Campbell are like the two I couldn't choose between out of like 20 uh, male names. So I'm like, those would be my wrestling names. Either Chris Rogers or Nate Campbell. I could see either one of those. As for powers I'd, I'd have, I just looked at the WWE pack. I, um, I don't see myself having anything that gives me extra move. I am not a nimble, uh, a moving person sidesteppy wise. Uh, so I give myself, like, the only speed power I could see in that pack, and me having is charge. Like, that's totally it. Slam combat reflexes, because that day we decided I wouldn't get toughness uh, against my... Uh, by the way, I was, like, totally... <laughs> I was like, I should probably have toughness. And it's like, nah, you'd get in a submission hold. You would take that damage. I'm like, fine, whatever. So... <laughs> I'm like, whatever. And then I, I would personally, I'd give myself leadership and power. Not that I'm a leader, but more or less, I'd be like, hey, can you help me beat this guy up in some kind of, like, any scenario is probably the first or second thing I would say besides you're dead, punk. Yeah, because I'm so cool. So, yeah, those are, like, literally all the powers. I'm like, I don't think I would get any of the other ones, and I think I barely deserve some of these. So, yeah. Simeon. You should have added, like, Captain to the beginning of your wrestling name. Oh, yeah, Captain Chris Rogers. Captain Chris Rogers. Captain Nathan Campbell. (laughs) Nathan Fillion Campbell. Uh, That guy. So, for my character name, this is, like, something, like, uh, some of my friends... uh, It's it's a long story, but um, I typically go by Bruce when I'm at work. Because it's a simple, small name. It's five letters. It's easier for people to process. And if I'm having a small interaction with you, I don't want half of the interaction to be you trying to figure out how to say my name. So Bruce is something that's simple enough where, like, hey, that's the shark from Nemo. And then it stays in their head. And it's also my last name. So if someone says Bruce, it, like that also applies to me. Um, for some reason, one of my friend's uh, younger brother's decided to start calling me Brucifer. So <laughs> my my wrestling name would be El Brucifer, which is Spanish for the Brucifer. Nice. And any powers <laughs> that you would have, El Brucifer? Yeah, to have like some sort of like lucha mask. Um so I decided I put I'm going to have flying leap since I work on heights. Um, it might be more like falling leap, but you know, hey, I feel like it's close is, enough. Uh, it's flying with style, right? Yeah, flying with style. That's all flying is. Yeah. And there's definitely going to be a plus one damage if I land on you from up <laughs> there. Um, I gave myself reversal and submission, just because like I used to wrestle. I know a submission or two. Um, I probably don't know a reversal, but. I can keep you from breaking away from me. I don't know. 
for a defense power, I couldn't really think of something that fit me, so I, I gave myself barrier because I'm really good at putting up barriers between myself and other people. Oh, go cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Galder? <laughs> There's another barrier now. You don't see it, but it's there. And then... Uh, <laughs> I gave myself uh, perplex for damage because uh, I figured I'm I'm witty enough. I could perplex something. You are quite perplexing. Yeah, I could. I could, like whisper in someone's ear, and be like, "You should poke him in the eye," and he'd be like, "Yeah, plus one damage right in the eye," and like poke him in the eye. Um, I don't know what I'd be like mid dial, but I feel like I'm only like two clicks long. You know. Yeah, I'm not. It's like a cow knocked me out once. So like, I'm not seeing myself go for very, for very long. Uh, to be fair, that is like a one-ton beast. So, just saying, just saying. Uh, thank you so much, Malcolm, for your questions. Thank you so much for writing in. Moving on to go ahead, vigilante Chris Kurt or collectible. Sorry, uh, collectibles questions. Uh, these are Star Trek related. Uh, so what are you can tell? There's a difference in the level of thought put into each question because he, he the, knows the difficulty knows. level the difficulty level is is still somewhat high for me even though it really shouldn't <laughs> be um what are three star trek pieces calder has used what are his thoughts uh so we'll do that one first this took me i played a star trek team so fun fact i did play a star trek or Starfleet team so checkmate there collectible all right i played a team once for one round and that was it uh do i remember who was on that team Ah, it took me a long time it took me a really long time to get think of three people that were on that team i'm not gonna lie uh and besides that team have i played star trek at any other time no but here are the three (laughs) figures that i played ensign crusher ensign however you say it lieutenant kyle and title Christopher Kirkusis, uh, aka Captain Kirk, because uh, that's definitely his real name. Ensign Crusher, I thought was cool. The ability to reroll those powers are all really neat. Sidestep with telekinesis is cool for Lieutenant Cal. And I thought Title Kirk was an all right soldier. He had a deeper dial. Uh, my opponent was slightly caught off guard, although I was absolutely getting destroyed in this game. So yeah, I have played three figures, and there were some other characters on that team, but I don't remember any of their names. Simeon's question, however, uh, was for Simeon, what is one Star Trek piece that best represents their character? Which piece is the worst representation of their Trek character? Okay. All right, so there's there's a couple options. Um, I really wanted to go with, like, Data because there's, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think there's a single Data with, like, super strength and we should have got one. But uh, worst Star Trek character that doesn't like represent them as I want them to be represented is the title character Captain Kirk. So the reason I, I picked played him, that one. Yep, yep, hey. you did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can we can have the same one. I'm not saying that you were wrong for playing him. I'm just saying uh, he wasn't represented well, Calder. Oh sure, I don't. You know should that. know your so, characters better. Yeah, I don't. Uh, so my my biggest problem with him is his sculpt has a big old sword and he's you know he's ready to fence with it and then his top two clicks are running shot pensai so that's my biggest problem with it um 
the other thing is he's got so he's a title character and he's got the transporter thing and I really don't like how they did the transporter thing they gave like the title characters those but uh, there's not like a great way to just move the characters that are actually on your force you can bring in other characters that weren't on your force but there's not like a great way to move the ones that you started with um his other title character ability is free until your next turn when a friendly character is missed by an attack. After resolutions, remove an action token from that character. So I do like this from like a leader perspective, but the name of it is Let's Not Spend an Eternity in Feudal Bloody Violence. And then his whole dial is either running shot or charge. So he's spending his eternity as a hero click in feudal bloody violence. Like he's never not attacking. That's his whole dial. Uh, combat reflexes, toughness. He does go through like two clicks of leadership, two clicks of outwit, two clicks of perplex, two clicks of prob. He's almost like one of those characters that it would be like, turn to the, like a different click and then turn him back at the end. But he's just like, you land on whatever garbage you land on. Um, that's like, I mean, he's really not a bad figure. It's just not the Kirk that I wanted. I think the Naked Time Kirk, the Chase one, I think that's more in line with the Kirk that I like. Um, it's just like the double, double like back fist thing that he does, where he, you know slaps him with both fists. And then the character that I think was most correctly done, I suppose is the Borg Queen, also a title character for the Borg. Um, this is because uh, she's got assimilation, and none of the other Borg have assimilation. Um, Borg Search Party and the Borg Boarding Party can both do what they call uh, like assimilate, which is they, they can potentially make a Borg drone... But the Borg Queen can do what actual assimilation is, which is take the best parts of an enemy and incorporate it into the Borg army. And that's one of her title character abilities. So I still haven't done it to the extent that I want to, which is play it in a competitive game and KO a cheap, like, like let's say, a Wendigo for 15 points. And then I assimilate it with two plot points. And all of a sudden now I have a Wendigo on my team. Um, so that's what I really want to do is like steal a Colossal, like one of the cheap filler pieces and then just ruin my opponent's day with it. Uh, I did play her at Worlds in one of the side events and her plus one ability where you can free uh, move close or range. You can pick one of those and everyone that's adjacent when you pick doesn't... Uh, if they use one of those action types, it doesn't count towards your action total for the turn. This means uh, potentially eight people could move, and it wouldn't cost you a single action all in one turn. And that's pretty cool. Um, it's great for mobilizing the drones. Right on. Well, all that Star Trek stuff sure was fascinating. But Another thing about the Borg Queen... I really don't. Uh, Please so do not. The cool thing about the Borg is... <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This was episode 284. As a reminder, yeah, that's right. We're just we're cutting straight to the end. Uh, so I had it up to here with you Trekkies, you you people. <clears throat> 
Dialage for Heroclix Twitter is at DialH4. That's the number four Heroclix. Facebook.com at Facebook.com slash Dialage for Heroclix. We're on iTunes, Podbean, YouTube. And you can send us an email for uh, for whatever reason. Uh, just to bother us, send us about your, your Sensi business. That's That was a reference that two people will get. Uh, you can go ahead and do that at DialH4. For HeroClicks at gmail.com, excuse me there. And then, of course, if you want to support us, we also have a Redbubble and a Patreon. We can go ahead and buy stuff on. We're also on Radio Public and Listen Notes. Simeon, you want to read us out of here? Yeah. I just want to say, while barrier tech might be good in the game of HeroClicks, maybe take down those barriers in your real life. Let people in. And with that, Dial H for HeroClicks really cool is brought thing. to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClicks singles and sealed products, barrier markers if you need some. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Happy trails.